Hello, everybody, and welcome to Get Your Go. Back at it after a weekend of sports, NBA, the draft closing in, NHL, MLB, big stories, Yankees sucking, Steph Curry playing amazing, Joel Embiid as well, my NBA top five, a lot to get into. A lot to recap from this meet or from this weekend. We're gonna get into it starting right now. But before that, this week is gonna be an NFL draft special. Today I'm gonna analyze what every NFL team, every football team needs to do in order to hit maybe not a home run in the draft, but just to do well and the future pan out to be a home run, what they need. Uh, to help their team. And then another day, I will talk about what each team should draft, and then I'll segment that AFC and NFC. The actual person today is just what they need, not analyzing any person at all, because next week's a draft. We're going to find out if we think our team is better or not. But let's get right into it. I'm just going to go straight down the divisions, starting with the NFC. And first up is the Buffalo Bills. They're a team that last year was so close, made it to the AFC Championship game, had the second best offense in the NFL behind the Chiefs. They were the real deal. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, Added Emmanuel Sanders this offseason for a number three wide receiver. That helps them out. So this offense is legit. But what do they need to get them over the hump to compete with the Kansas City Chiefs, make it more competitive than that AFC Championship game? Well, it can go a few ways. What do they need? They could use a running back. I'm not in love with Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, or Matt Breda. I don't think those are the guys. Uh, I don't like any of them. I don't think any of them can be a thousand-yard rushers. Uh, They're a little good out of the backfield in terms of pass catching, but to me, they are not up to snuff as running backs. Uh, Not high prospects, you know. One of them could prove me wrong. You know, Zach Moss could do it, Zevin Singletary. But I'm not in love with any of those guys. If they want to open this offense to a whole new dynamic, and I think would be better than the Chiefs, is if they add a running back. We saw Clyde Edwards-Alaire early with the Chiefs play so well, faltered in the end, uh, made their offense kind of one dynamic, pass only. But if you can have a dynamic offense where you're running and passing the ball, that opens it up. Running back could be needed in terms of a pass catcher, uh, which would help screens, opens up so many uh, as well. There's going to be some running backs they can address. I won't name any names till later. Uh, But to me, running back is a huge thing. And then also interior linemen or just any kind of linemen, true pass rusher we see that every team has it the Bucks want it they had Shaq Barrett the Chiefs won a year before they had Chris Jones uh, Miles Garrett on the Browns uh, they're ascending the Buffalo Bills need a game changer on the edge to rush or an interior lineman who can push up like a Chris Jones can for the Kansas City Chiefs to me that is their biggest needs they have a number 30 pick so they can get a good prospect I'll decide which one will be best for them on another day. But to me, linemen, defensive linemen, and running back is what the Bills need to get there with the Chiefs. Uh, One of those is needed. Now the Dolphins. Dolphins did a lot. They could use a backup quarterback, but guess what? With your early pick, 6-18... and You ain't drafting a backup quarterback at all. You signed Will Fuller. You have Devontae Parker. What do you need? I think you need to upgrade this offense. 
your defense is all right, very shaky at best. Uh, but you need another wide receiver. You need a third wide receiver to pair with, pair with Will Fuller and Devontae Parker. Uh, to me, at running back, Miles Gaskin is not the guy. Uh, so then you could draft a running back as well. The Dolphins have two first-round selections, so I think they could hit home runs in both aspects of this. They can get a wide receiver, they can get a running back, or they could get bolster this offensive line. They picked offensive line in the past. They could do another one. So really, this is a team that isn't Super Bowl-ready, but they're playoff-ready, and if they hit well on the draft with their picks, boom, that is what they'll get right there. Then the Patriots, who spent so much money in free agency, uh, bringing tight ends aboard, linebackers, people returning from COVID to me, your defense is fine. Everything is fine. You have J.C. Jackson back there, Jonathan Jones, Stephon Gilmore. He could be on the move. Uh, It's fine. There is one glaring position in need for the New England Patriots. To get them back to the playoffs, that's a quarterback. Patriots need a game changer. Cam Newton is not the guy. His accuracy, his power, uh, he's no longer Superman out on the field. They need a top dog, a rookie, a guy coming in to take this offense to a new level. So they need a quarterback. If they're not in love with a quarterback, if they don't get one, next best thing is a wide receiver where they lack depth and experience. Any of those would work well for the Patriots. Now the Jets. Jets have two first-round selections, and they could use a plethora. They need a full overhaul, so really their needs are everywhere. They need a running back. Uh, They need another offensive lineman. Uh, They need edge rushers. They need wide receivers. They need a tight end. They need defensive backs. They need all the help you can get. If you know people who can play ball, you know, you refer them to the New York Jets. But the one thing they need more than any of those positions I just named, the one that I missed out that they need is a quarterback. Yes, they need a quarterback uh, to get familiar with the new coach, Salah, that is on board. That's their biggest shortcoming. Trading Sam Darnold, not having a quarterback on the list of your team not on a roster, you need a quarterback. That's something you need to go out and get, and you can definitely do it with your selections. That's the AFC East needs. AFC North, let's start with the Baltimore Ravens. What do the Ravens need? They have Lamar Jackson, they're set. Uh, they think they have a couple good running backs, and uh, Justice Hill uh, and... Uh, Gus Edwards, they think they can get the job done. I think if Lamar Jackson's the main running back, it doesn't matter. Uh, But what does this team need? Well, it needs wide receiver. Yes, you have Marquise Brown, but he hasn't been up to snuff either. You have Sammy Watkins, who's been good, but he's no longer a top dog. So you really have two number two wide receivers on your team. You could use a number one, which you could hit in this draft. You're number 27. That could be later. Uh... You need offensive line help to protect uh, Lamar Jackson. Yes, you have a guard you just signed. You have a star tackle, but you could use another tackle. You could use a center. Uh, And then to me, you could use a safety. But I think the Ravens, out of anything, need an offensive lineman. They're a running team. They run the ball with Lamar Jackson. They have Mark Andrews, who's Lamar's security blanket. They have Sammy Watkins, Marquise Brown. They need a center or another guard in the interior of that line to protect Lamar Jackson. He's your prize. That's what you need. Uh, That, to me, is the biggest thing that Ravens should target. Cincinnati Bengals, another team that needs a plethora of things other than a quarterback. They got their guy last year in Joe Burrow, but they need wide receivers. They need offensive linemen. Defensive linemen, linebackers, cornerbacks, they need the whole nine yards. They have a tenth yard with Joe Burrow, but they need it all. To me, 
big things of concern are definitely wide receiver. Uh, I can't name wide receivers on their team, unfortunately. Uh, with A.J. Green leaving, none of them are good. I believe Tyler Boyd is one that's on there. But you could use a wide receiver in the draft or a versatile tight end, which I will not be name-dropping right now. They need a wide receiver, need offensive help, uh, pass catchers for Joe Burrow ASAP to see if Joe Burrow, you know, can be the guy, lead this offense like he led the offense in LSU. But then also to do that, you need offensive line help. To me, that's another thing of concern is last year Joe Burrow took a ton of hits. Uh, One of his hits resulted in a season-ending injury towards ACL. So offensive line help is a must to protect the quarterback. I wish they had two first-round selections where they could get, you know, a premier tackle and wide receiver. That's not the case for them. But they definitely need offensive help. I'd say wide receiver, tackle is what they need. Cleveland Browns, they addressed their defense a lot this offseason. They got Jadavian Clowney to pair with Miles Garrett. Their defensive line is fine with me. Offense with Baker Mayfield, best running back tandem in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, pass catchers OBJ, Jarvis Landry, Rashard Higgins, they're fine. Uh, tight end Austin Hooper, he's fine as well. Uh, yes, there's going to be injuries, but you have Donovan Peoples-Jones behind there as well. One of the best offensive lines in football, you got John Johnson at safety, Denzel Ward. At cornerback, you could use a left corner. So to me, that's an area of concerns, left corner. But to me, even bigger than a left corner is their linebacker linebacker situation. Uh, they need a guy like a Bobby Wagner or an old Luke Keekly back in the day. Uh, one that can just anchor down uh, the second level of this defense. That's what the Cleveland Browns are sorely lacking. Upgrading even a linebacker would pay huge dividends for them, and I think they can get a guy in the first round. Last for the AFC North is the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have Ben Roethlisberger returning. They have Juju Smith-Schuster returning with Chase Claypool. Uh, their offensive line is aging. Marquise Pouncey retired. Uh, they definitely need that. Uh, to me, their defense was really stellar last year. Uh, of course, you can use upgrades in depth, but I won't be saying that. To me, their needs are offensive linemen. They need new guys. Uh, and they need running backs with James Conner leading to the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Sorry, but Blake Snell ain't going to cut it. They need a top dog, especially with Ben Roethlisberger. They need to be running play action more. That's done with a running back. To me, running back, offensive line, needed for the Steelers. Now, for the final, or for another AFC division, AFC South, Houston Texans. Now they need everything. Who knows what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson? You could need a quarterback. You need wide receivers. Will Fuller is gone. Everybody's gone for their wide receiver corps. Running back, that trade for DeAndre was terrible. David Johnson's not the guy. Duke Johnson's not the guy. They need offensive help. They need help fast. Get me a wide receiver. Get me a running back right now. We'll address the defense another day. But guess what? They can't even address that because they don't have a first-round selection. So that ain't happening. Bye-bye. Indianapolis Colts, they're really solid. To me, as I said, very dark horse. Uh... Carson Wentz, is he going to be the guy? We'll see. They have a great offensive line uh, to help him out with. They have a great, great defense led by Darius Leonard uh, and company. So they're really good there. But to me, they can work on some depth after losing their two edge rushers this year. I think edge rushers is the main concern. Straight pass rushers at all to get after the quarterback, that'll help out this team. And then another wide receiver, uh, T.Y. Hilton is not the guy. Marcus Pittman is not the guy. They need a true number one. 
uh, wide receiver, and they could get a steal with their pick later in the draft. That's what the Colts need. Jacksonville Jaguars with two first-round selections. We all know what they need. They need a quarterback. Sorry, Gardner Minshew's not the man. They made some signings, made a lot of signings in the offseason, went out, got wide receivers, got cornerbacks. They're looking to play ball. They have a good running back in James Robinson as well, who was up and ascending. To me, other than quarterback, you need offensive line help to help protect your perennial number one draft pick. Who's that going to be? Well, I'll tell you later in another episode, but they'll need an offensive lineman to protect your quarterback. You'll need that relationship going strong. Finishing out the AFC South is the Tennessee Titans, where they have King Henry is running back, Ryan Tannehill, who's just fine back there off the play action. A good offensive line, but they need wide receivers. Yes, A.J. Brown is legit. He, to me, is a true number one. But behind him, you don't have much with Josh Reynolds and Cameron Batson. Need another wide receiver. If not a wide receiver, you could use a tight end with Johnu Smith leaving. Corey Davis left. So to me, wide receiver or tight end is biggest concern for the Titans. Uh, help Ryan Tannehill out a little bit and also help Derrick Henry out as well. Final AFC division, AFC West. What do they need? Not going to be blunt here. They need a quarterback. Haven't been a lot of people giving them quarterback in mock drafts, but they need one. Drew Locke is not the guy. Uh, really, he ain't going to do the job. They need a new quarterback. But other than that, they also need offensive line help uh, to protect the quarterback. Uh, Drew Locke was under duress all season last year, so offensive line help, quarterback, is the way to go. The defense, Kansas City Chiefs, I think is what needs to be addressed for them. What's their needs? They need defense. Uh, Yes, they have Chris Jones. They have a Honey Badger. But other than that, those are the only marquee names. They have Legereus Sneed. But to me, they need a middle linebacker who can anchor the middle of the field. They are sorely lacking that. They're lacking, as I said, you know, that Bobby Wagner type of guy uh, who can level, who can play zone coverage, man coverage, can rush when needed. That's what they need. They need a middle linebacker to anchor the second defense. They have anchor one in Chris Jones. They have anchor three in Tyron Matthew, but they need anchor two. If they don't like a linebacker, then yes, I would suggest drafting a tackle on offense or another wide receiver because other than Tyreek Hill, you really have nothing behind him. Yes, you have Travis Kelsey, but you could use a second wide receiver as well uh, to just give Patrick Mahomes even more to throw the football to, even more to do with. Uh, why not that? The Las Vegas Raiders, what do they need? What do they need to get them over the hump, to get them to the playoffs? Well, they need offensive line help, too. A lot of teams need offensive line help. Uh, Rodney Hudson, one of the best winners in the game, got traded, left for Arizona. Uh, they need, to me, a center rear. To me, Nick Martin is not the guy. Uh, they need center help. They need offensive line help to protect Derek Carr. If they think Derek Carr is a guy, uh, offensive line help is needed to get this team over the hump. And then also, if they don't like that, defensive line help as well. Pressure of a quarterback, get sacks, because they didn't do that at all last season, and their defense was also a major area of concern. Los Angeles Chargers, they're another team with playoff aspirations. They have their guy in Justin Herbert. They have a great wide receiver duo. Uh, they have a good, uh, they need a tight end. Uh, Hunter Henry got, but they could use another offensive lineman to protect Justin Herbert. They could use a cornerback. They have good uh, interior defensive lineman help. Uh, 
with Joey Bosa. He's the guy. He's a man. He gets after the quarterback. He's a playmaker. But to me, offensive line help is needed. Yes, you signed Jared Cook to kind of alleviate Hunter Henry. He's older, but protecting Justin Herbert is what needs to happen. He's another quarterback that took too many hits last year. So that wraps up the AFC. We got what we need for teams to improve, to get ready for Super Bowl contention, to get playoff ready, or just improve their team just a little bit, get more wins in the win column. Now, let's go to the NFC. NFC East. Dallas Cowboys. What do they need? They have the 10th pick. They're good trying to get playoff ready. They could use a few things. Uh, I think more on the defensive side they should go. They have the offense with Dak Prescott. They have big money Zeke and Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup and the boys. But to me, they need defensive help. Their rush defense was terrible last year. So you need an interior lineman, a defensive tackle to kind of anchor this defense, this rush defense, and stop them and maybe another middle linebacker as well. Beyond that, if they get past level two, that's what the Cowboys need. Get them to the playoffs. New York Giants, another team that spent a lot of money, got their star receiver in Kenny G, signed Kyle Rudolph to pair with Saquon Barkley, Sterling Shepard, Danny Dimes, unlocked Danny Dimes, but they need to do one more thing to really unlock this offense, and that is offensive line help. That is really needed in order to compete with the Cowboys in this division. They need an offensive line. They have the offensive firepower. They're decent on defense. They could address you know the edge uh, rush, but to me, their offensive line, any position they need will be needed in order to really unlock his offense and make Daniel Jones feel comfortable in the pocket. Philadelphia Eagles, another team that kind of needs help all over the board. Are they sold on Justin, or on, uh, now I forgot his name, Jalen Hurts? I don't know if they're sold on Jalen Hurts. Some people sounds like they are. Some people sounds like they aren't. I'm not sold on Justin uh, Jalen Hurts. So, I would look at drafting a quarterback. But to me, they've passed up wide receivers so much in the past few years. And when they spent on wide receiver, the return on investment has not been good. They need a top dog wide receiver. They need another cornerback to me. Darius Slay, big play Slay, is not the guy. Uh, he's competent, but they could use another cornerback opposite of him. So you have a few positions that you're looking at for them. And then the Washington football team, to me, they need a quarterback. Alex Smith retiring today, shining, signing Taylor Heineke and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, those are not long-term solutions. Definitely short-term. They need a quarterback uh, as well. They need another wide receiver to pair with Terry McLaurin. Yes, they signed Curtis Samuel. Don't think he's the guy, though. I think we need another wide receiver or tight end of sorts to help out whatever quarterback they get. But to me, quarterback is needed unless they want to address all offensive concerns first and then draft a quarterback. NFC North, Chicago Bears, signed Andy Dalton. Is Andy Dalton the guy? They just made the playoffs last year as a seventh seed. Uh, What do they think they can do? Have Allen Robinson back on the franchise tag. I think they're good at receiver. They could use offensive line help. To me, they need a quarterback. Andy Dalton is not the guy. Nick Foles is not the guy. They need a quarterback. They need one. Andy Dalton had weapons last year. He wasn't good. He was not good. You can make arguments that by a stats he was all right, but no, if he was all right, he would have at least made him to a playoffs in a terrible division. He's worse than all right. 
My Detroit Lions, my Detroit Lions, they need so much. Oh, God, they need so much. My poor poor man, Jared Goff. Oh, he's going to have a terrible time. He's like, I just went to a good team with a good offensive line and uh, where I had receivers. Now I'm going to a team with a shaky offensive line and no wide receivers. They just had wide receivers and Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones, and now they're gone, and I'm stuck with... Tyrell Williams and Brashad Perriman, and now this sucks, and it's cold. I'm sorry, Jared Goff. You know what your team needs? A wide receiver. Tell them to go out and draft a wide receiver since they let their wide receivers go. They have a seventh pick. They can get a game changer. They need a wide receiver. Pronto. If they don't like wide receivers, then they can hit any position on defense. They need rush people. They need linemen. They need middle linebacker. They need defensive back help. Yes, they got Jeff Okuda, but they need another cornerback. They need safeties. So really, Detroit Lions need a whole makeover. Not just a whole new makeover. They need a whole new outfit, a whole new look, and whole new everything. That's what Jared Goff needs. What about the Green Bay Packers? They're trying to get back to the Super Bowl 10 years later. What do they need to finally break the NFC Championship game curse? Well, they could use a few things. They have the guy Aaron Rodgers. They re-signed Aaron Jones. They have a good offensive line. Is Robert Tunyon a tight end star? Only time will tell. I think they like him. But you could use another wide receiver to pair with Devontae Adams, Lazard, Marquise Valdez Scanley to be they're not true number two wide receivers they're number threes so you have three and fours but you need a number two wide receiver then you also need a cornerback you have Jair Alexander but Kevin King got burned repeatedly last year you need a cornerback to replace him otherwise Scotty Miller will dust him yet again that's what they need Minnesota Vikings a team that was known so well for their defensive grit running with football. Their defense last year cost them so much. Terrible on defense. That's what they need to address. They got Dalvin Cook. They hit a home run last year in Justin Jefferson. Have Adam Thielen. They need defensive help. You know, they signed a couple defensive guys, but they need interior. Or they just need defensive line help, my bad. Not interior. Just defensive line help in general. Uh, tackles or edge rushers they need that uh, they could use a cornerback as well yes you signed Patrick Peterson but he is not the guy he once was that's what the Vikings need NFC South Atlanta Falcons another team that needs a lot cornerback is something they need it's pressing defensive help Quarterback, I don't think Matt Ryan is going to do it anymore. He's not the guy. Could you use a quarterback? Uh, you have good wide receivers in, Jer- in uh, Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones. I think you're set there. So to me, cornerback, quarterback, cornerback, and quarterback. See what I did there? And guess what? They have a fourth-round pick. They could get a home run. Carolina Panthers. What do they need? I think they still need a quarterback, even after that Sam Darnold trade. Even with Teddy Bridgewater still on their team, they still need a quarterback. They have Christian McCaffrey. They have DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. So to me, can a new quarterback unlock this offense unless they like Sammy Darnold, which I don't. And if you don't, draft a quarterback. If you like Sammy Darnold, then you need help defensively. You need defensive linemen. Uh, you signed one, but you need another one. Uh, you signed a defensive back, but you could use another one. One guy ain't going to do it on either side. More is better, more depth. That's what the Panthers need on defense. The New Orleans Saints, what a different team now that Drew Brees is gone. Rolling with Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill. I think they need to address quarterback as well. 
but they have Michael Thomas. They have Alvin Kamara. To me, they're kind of set there. Maybe they have a second wide receiver as well to kind of pair behind Michael Thomas. Yes, they have Traquan Smith, but to me, he's a number third wide receiver on this list. He's not a number two. They could use a three if they want to make the playoffs and stay in playoff contention. Wide receiver could help. Quarterback could help. Then if not, just draft depth on defense. Uh, you know, you lost uh, as a lone uh, Zach Bond. Why not get some more help back there? Tampa Bay Buccaneers, what do they need to do to stay in Super Bowl contention? Uh, help them repeat. Well, they re-signed everybody. Every single person that started on the Super Bowl, they re-signed. So to me, you know, what do they need? You know, do they need anything? They have Tom Brady. Uh, they have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Scotty Miller. Offensive line is really strong. Uh, defense is strong with JPP and Sue, but they're getting older. Uh, what do you do? Do they like a running back situation with Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette? Tom Brady's getting older. Do you draft Tom Brady's replacement? Tampa Bay Buccaneers can do whatever they want in this draft. And to me, they're the only one I think I won't be critical of. Could they use another wide receiver? Yes. Do you need four good ones? I don't know, but they could do it to help Tom Brady. You could draft Tom Brady's backup, have somebody learn. Uh, You could help out the edge, uh, draft younger players and Jason Pierre-Paul and Sue, uh, get them on rookie deals. So to me, the Buccaneers can do whatever they want. That really won't impact their chances in repeating or not. This is just to set them up strictly for the future. They're not looking for a game changer right now. And then last but not least, our final division, the NFC West. Starting with the Arizona Cardinals, they got their guy Kyler Murray. They got DeAndre Hopkins. Um, They have a bunch of wide receivers below them as well. A.J. Green, Isabella, Larry Fitzgerald if he decides to come back. Uh, You got Chase Edmonds, James Conner. You upgraded your line. You got J.J. Watt. You signed Malcolm Butler. You did all these things. But to me, you need a cornerback, especially Malcolm Butler's not the guy, just like Patrick Peterson was not the guy. You got cheaper, but you need a cornerback. Then you need a middle linebacker. You need a guy who can anchor this defense, be the rock. At that position, be solid. That's what they need. Los Angeles Rams. They think they got their guy in Matthew Stafford. They have Robert Woods and uh, what's his name? Cooper Cup. So they're good at the wide receiver position, at least to me. They think they have a guy in Cam Akers. So to me, their offense is really good. Their offensive line is also really solid. But to me, you can just get another guy to ensure that uh, with their center that left, you could draft a center or maybe a guard. Uh, they can kind of shift, play both ways. That will help out the Rams, help out immensely in protecting Matthew Stafford. And then they could use uh, defensive help as well. They lost John Johnson, their starting safety in free agency. They could go out and draft him. Uh, they lost Michael Brockers in a trade. They could use another defensive end as well. So the Rams could definitely use a few things if they think they are Super Bowl ready and to compete in a tough NFC West along with the Cardinals who are looking to get into the playoffs. Then another team with Super Bowl aspirations in that division is the San Francisco 49ers. What do they need? I personally like Jimmy G. I like him more than any of the prospects available other than Zach Wilson, and I'll get into Zach Wilson in another day. But I like him. I don't think they'll get him at number three. But if they think they need a quarterback, they can get him. Uh, but to me, they need a wide receiver. Uh, they have a young group with Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel. Um, they lost Goodwin, but they could use a true number one. They could use a cornerback since it doesn't look like Richard Sherman will be around anymore. Uh, Justin Verrett was resigned, but they could use that as well. So they could definitely upgrade this defense to keep it in the top five as the 49ers are expected to.
And then the final team is the Seattle Seahawks. Again, they need a lot of help on the offensive line. Yes, they got Gabe Jackson, uh, who was good, but they still need center, guards, tackles. They need all the whole shebang on offense. They need four out of the five positions to fill. Uh, to me, they need a third wide receiver to pair with DK and Tyler Lockett. If you don't like one, then draft a tight end. And then they need cornerback help, uh, linebacker help, especially uh, their cornerback. They got everybody left in free agency, nobody on there. So they need that. But it sucks to suck for the Seattle Seahawks. Why? Because they only have three first round pick or three picks at all. Next year, not a first round pick. Recall that. They only have three picks at all, no first-round pick, so it's going to be very hard to do anything in the draft. I don't even know if I can give them a grade because they're doing nothing. So that's it. That was my draft recap. That is what the teams need. Later episodes, I will get into actual players. I will be mock drafting for both teams. What else happened? Well, today, Alex Smith... Announces his retirement. I wish him a happy retirement. As his overall record was 99-67-1. To me, definitely more of a winner than a loser. With over 35,000 career passing yards. 199 touchdowns. Three-time Pro Bowler. Led the San Francisco 49ers to a 13-3 season. uh, Which they lost in the NFC Championship game. To the eventual... Champions the NFC or the New York Giants threw for over 4,000 yards once. Uh, he was no world beater at quarterback. He was no, he was not that guy, that crazy one. But to me, Jim Harbaugh really did well with Alex Smith, helped him grow and blossom as a quarterback, and he did so well, uh, which turned in greatly. Uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid and the relationship uh, they had, and then his terrible leg injury, and then this past year he won Can't Come Back Player of the Year. So to me, Alex Smith is just an all-pro, all-class guy. Regardless, I don't think he should be inducted into the Hall of Fame or be in that conversation at all, but he's a winner, talented guy, uh didn't have the benefit of winning that Super Bowl uh, either, which didn't help. Uh, was in a you know, tough time in that kind of era with Peyton and uh, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. He is a great guy, and I wish him nothing but the best moving forward uh, to Alex Smith. Now shifting over to the NBA, my picks... That I made on Friday night. I was right on both my NBA picks. I was right on the Philadelphia 76ers beating the Clippers. However, it was much closer than I thought. Joel Embiid was too much for Paul George. Uh, His double-double overcame Paul George's great efforts to try to will his team to a win with Kawhi resting. But this came down to two things. The 76ers shooting their free throws way better than the Clippers, which was very surprising. His Clippers are one of the better teams in the league, but Joel Embiid has been on fire recently in the MVP discussion back at it. And the 76ers had less turnovers than the Clippers. That's huge. Those are two fundamentals you have to key on in to win, and 76ers hit both of them. That's why they won this game. And then I was right on the Pelicans losing. I picked the Knicks to win. And the New York Knicks beat the New Orleans Pelicans. Julius Randle, I said, was going to be too much. And it proved to be true. I believe he had 45 points. Double-double. He racked up. He put on a show. That was great. Knicks on a winning streak. That was amazing to watch. Uh, Good for the Knicks. Right in the thick of the uh, East race. Right in the sixth spot or around there. So they're doing well. And then other weekend news. The Lakers beat the Jazz in overtime on the weekend. Yes, the Jazz were without 
Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert was resting, but the Lakers also didn't have their two best players, but the Lakers showed up and had a gritty overtime win. And then also that later that night, the Boston Celtics came back and beat the Golden State Warriors. Warriors looked so good in the first half. Steph Curry was cooking, uh, shooting from long range, a ridiculous and one shot. Had a 16-point lead at one point in the first half. Uh, Boston cut it, I think, down to eight at halftime, and then the Celtics complete completed the comeback in the fourth quarter. Jason Tatum matched Stephen Curry's brilliant game. I believe Stephen Curry had 47 around there, and Jason Tatum had 42-44. So that was a terrific, terrific battle. Uh, Celtics came out on top after I just criticized them for the way they are uh, when when they are down and not being able to come back, and when they are up, letting teams come back, uh, prove me wrong, came back against a solid Warriors team who's on the verge of a playoff spot. Then the other noteworthy thing was KD injuring his thigh in a loss to a Heat. Uh, it was huge uh, for the Nets now as they try to get continuity uh, with KD back in the lineup. This sets him back as well. Now, to me, this brings into question, you know, will he ever be fully healthy again? Uh, that's not a question I can answer. But after that game, I think it's fair to analyze that and a little bit of his injury history. I know he wants to be back out on the court, uh, but that doesn't help doesn't help the Nets' chances at all. Even if they all come back together in the playoffs, that's a very different game. Lost to the Heat. Bam out of Bios game winner. Excellent shot. Excellent take. Everything was perfect about that. He nailed it. Uh, great win by the Heat. Now I will get into my NBA top five. Who are my top five teams in the NBA? Number five, the Los Angeles Clippers. Why? Well, they're on a seven-game winning. They were on a seven-game winning streak, which was just snapped. PG thirteen is really, really good, playing really well. But guess what? He's not the superstar. Kawhi Leonard is. He's the main guy. They're waiting on getting players healthy, such as Patrick Beverly and Serge Ibaka, to kind of get this team ready for the playoffs. Number four, the Brooklyn Nets. They're sliding a little bit. Losses to Nets or losses to the Heat and the 76ers this past week have not helped. Uh, kind of their rivals. Uh, no KD now with another injury. Uh, no James Harden either. He's still injured. LaMarcus Aldridge retired. So it really was a tough week uh, for the Nets. But they're still in really good position to secure the number two spot. Even if they don't have a tiebreaker with the 76ers anymore and are three games back. Number three, the Phoenix Suns. Why? Chris Paul III is amazing. Moving up the assist and steal list at the same time. Their four-game winning streak was halted by the Spurs, but they're still within striking distance of that number one seed. They're keeping pace uh, with Donovan Mitchell being injured for the Utah Jazz. Suns are playing really well, both offensively and defensively. To me, they're legit. They're a threat, even if a lot of people are dismissing them as such. Now, this was tough. My number two and number one. I was close to flopping it, but I didn't. Number two, the Philadelphia 76ers, after a huge week, four-game winning streak, beat the Nets, have a tiebreaker against them. That was a big win. Another big win was against the Clippers, uh, who are doing well in the West. But they're doing so well, the 76ers, because of Joel Embiid playing like the MVP. Yes, they're talking about Nikola Jocic because he's been healthy all year. But to me, Joel Embiid has been more so sensational than Nikola this year when he's been healthy. He's the man. He's the anchor of this. 76ers team their championship aspirations start with him he's the process you trust the process you trust Joel Embiid 
And then my number one team is still the Utah Jazz, even though I'm losing some faith, especially with Donovan Mitchell being out. That's huge, being 2-2 two and two in the past week without him. But they still boast the best point differential in the NBA. Two massive winning streaks already in the season. I have to take into account everything the Jazz have done, and the Jazz have done so well this year. So that's why they're still number one. So number five is the Clippers. Number four, the Nets. Three, the Suns. Two, the 76ers. Number one, the Jazz. Now I'll pick a couple games for tonight. My first one being the Warriors and 76ers. And I'm rolling with the 76ers after the Warriors uh, mini meltdown on Saturday. The 76ers to me are too long, big, defensively athletic for the Warriors. I think Steph Curry will put up his best, put up great numbers again. But 76ers are just too much in this matchup. But don't count out Steph Curry. And then right after that's the Jazz versus the Lakers. And I'm picking the Jazz. The Jazz have rested. They'll have some players back that weren't playing in the previous matchup on Saturday. I believe the Jazz get it done against a shorthanded Lakers team still. But Anthony Davis is close on the end. Close to returning. But not yet. Jazz pick another win up tonight. Now shifting to the NHL. On my pick Friday, I was right on the Golden Knights against the Ducks. That was a smart pick. Other news, my Pittsburgh Penguins dropping a game to the Buffalo Sabres. Not good yesterday. Buffalo Sabres are not world beaters. Not a world-class opponent. What are the Pittsburgh Penguins thinking? Losing a game like that. Yes, they are injuries. Yes, it was a back-to-back. But come on. You got even... Oh, ooh. Losing to the Sabres is a tough pill to swallow. When you're in range of a number one seed, when you're right there and you drop from number two to number three all in one day, that's not good. What else isn't good? Taylor Hall and Buffalo. They're actually looking good, but it's not good. I don't like it. I don't actually, my bad, it was Taylor Hall in Boston. I don't like it. He's doing really well in Boston. Uh, He's scoring. He's assisting. It looks like he's having fun uh, with the rat, Brad Marchand. I don't like any of it. Don't show it to me anymore. I don't want the Boston Bruins in the playoffs. I need the New York Rangers to overtake them or some other team to overtake them. I don't want to see the Boston Bruins in the playoffs. That's all I ask. But tonight, I will pick two games. First, the Red Wings and the Stars. And as much as I want to pick the Red Wings for my mom, I cannot. I'm rolling with the Stars tonight. And then the Senators and the Flames rolling with the Flames. This was a tough one, but both these teams, Flames and Stars that I'm picking, want to just, you know, stay within playoff aspiration, even though I think they're both done for the season. Uh, they need to pick up wins every night as soon as possible. And then finally, I will talk about the MLB for my closing comments. I said the Padres would go 2-1 and one this weekend against the Dodgers. I was wrong about that. They went 1-2. and two. Dodgers claimed round 1. But I thought this was an excellent series. The first game in 12 innings was just great with Tatis' return. The second game uh, with Kershaw, his fantastic pitching and hitting that game. Uh, even yesterday, Hosmer's brilliance on the plate for the Padres and uh, Blake, Smell, Blake Snell on the plate going against Trevor Bauer. That was all brilliant. That was a great series. That was fantastic. Uh, this is a rivalry, which I've said on Friday, that will carry on for the next years to come. But on bigger baseball news, the team everybody loves to hate or loves to love, the New York Yankees, they suck. They do. They suck so much Jay Bruce retired because he's not playing up to his own standards. And if that's the case with everybody else, his whole team should retire. General Manager Cashman said he won't overreact. But I think you should. Why? Because they have the worst record in the AL. They haven't done this in you know, 20-something years. It's been so long, I believe, 1997. Uh, 
worst batting average in the national or in the major league baseball in all of the teams they have the worst batting average the worst batting average with players such as Giancarlo Stanton Aaron Judge DJ LeMahieu Glaber Torres the worst batting average that's something hard to believe everybody's in a slump Aaron Hicks needs time off uh, you can tell his mind is not focused on baseball he needs to get out, uh, clear his head, but ultimately the buck stops, starts with Aaron Boone, and Aaron Boone needs to go. Uh, he called a meeting. To me, he doesn't have command of his players. He's a manager, not a coach. He's not managing the game well at all. He's not motivating his team well at all. He's not the guy, and it's fair for him to take most of the blame. Uh, he needs to fix a lot of things with this team. I could go on forever talking about the Yankees, but I'll say that for another day. Because just even looking at the word Yankees gets me upset. But to me, the matchup tonight I'm watching in baseball is the San Francisco Giants in the Philadelphia Phillies. Why? Well, two teams playing really well to start off this young season, but to me it's headlined by Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper with a amazing home run shot yesterday, which really propelled them to a win in the first inning. Uh, didn't look back after that. To me, Bryce Harper is getting back into his MVP form. He's a guy. He's turning back into much must-watch baseball. That's why I'm watching that tonight, because of Bryce Harper. There you have it, folks. That's it. This has been Get Your Goat. It's been a pleasure. Hope everybody has a great rest of the week. We'll catch up later. Bye, everybody.